Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen as some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Welcome to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident master as always, Ian Cusick. Join my good friend, as always, the New Yorker, Bryce Olds. How are we doing tonight, Bryce? Um, yeah, it's I not it's even noon. noon. It's not even noon yet. Um, yeah, it's not even noon. Um, it's okay. I'm doing all right. Still, I'm still pondering the... Um, still pondering the logistics of calling me a New Yorker. I don't know if that's true anymore. But, you know, some, I mean, some I've been thinking about... Technically, it is. I am from there. That is true. So I think, you know, honestly, it's more... It, I will always... Is, would I be considered a masshole even though I'm not from Massachusetts? No, you're actually not. Because I don't think you've ever... You've never lived in Boston. You know, you don't have to be from Boston to be from Massachusetts. Oh, well, true. Well, true, true, but... When you think masshole, you think... You're not thinking, like, you know... Worcester. Oh my like, god, I'm cr- uh, I just cringed really hard at you pronouncing Worcester like that. <laughs> I can't fucking pronounce that shit. Are you kidding me? Um, I'm not even gonna try. Like, dude, that reminds me of the night we were on Discord and uh, I was just telling, I was uh, sending you the names of different cities in Massachusetts. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. Oh man. No one knows how to say that shit. Yeah, I mean, they're. You would think that it's said, like you know how it's spelt, but they just they just don't do that. I mean, I don't know how many people in Massachusetts do you know for sure can pronounce it right. Oh, pretty much everybody I know from Massachusetts. Okay, that that's so, shit's ingrained so it's, in your brains. So it's a Massachusetts thing. It's more of a New England thing. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I'm not from New England either, so right. And pronouncing things like that is, you know, it's not easy. But now we're we're here to talk about, um, we're here to talk about the the sport, not really the sport, but sports. There are sports that we have to talk about. Well, the, we got screwed on the finals because uh, we did we really the did. timings bad, but we kind of knew it was three one when we made the episode, and they lost that friday but they ended up winning sunday so congrats to the lakers uh yeah i mean <laughs> what else could you say it's a very weird ring and at the start i, I said a lot that i don't know if I, if i'm gonna take this ring serious i don't know if i respect it i mean i honestly now i get it i mean i said that earlier too it's not just because like oh yeah lebron won now i get it it's like I get why we should take this ring into consideration now. Um, and obviously, whenever LeBron does something, he gets the you know gets the Jordan comparison. Um, I just wish I just wish we could appreciate LeBron like I do, but I wish like as a basketball community, everyone could recognize just how good he is. Um, 
He is good at sports. He's specifically basketball. Yeah, he's a good football player too. Honestly, I'm pretty sure LeBron's just one of those guys who like he could just walk into any kind of sporting event. Maybe not like a professional sporting event, but like he he would be pretty good at just about anything. If he set his entire life to it. If he set if he if he set his entire life to football, he would be probably one of the greatest receivers of all time. <laughs> I could see him being a nasty tight end. Maybe not. I mean not like if you think about the athlete he was in his prime, he was definitely more Megatron-y than like a tight end. Maybe now, like because he's in his mid thirties, he looks more tight endy. Uh, but yeah, in his prime, he would I mean, be a nasty just about, receiver. Think about Gronk, or think about um. I mean, Gronk would be like the like prime Gronk would be like kind of the tight end comparison I'm thinking of right here. But no, because Gronk was always like Gronk was. Big, big. I mean, I know LeBron's like LeBron's six massive. eight. He's he's six eight, like, like six eight two thirty or something like that. I think he's like six eight. He's somewhere between two thirty two fifty. Um, yeah, that's like a perfect tight end build. I mean, I think I just think Megatron. To be honest, I mean, Megatron was what? Megatron was like six four two fifteen or something like that. He was six. He was only six four. He seems so much bigger. Well, you got to remember, cornerbacks aren't exactly true. They're not big. massive. He like, was okay. Okay, so he, he's yeah, he six was six five. five. What was his weight? He was a six five two thirty six. So yeah, LeBron. Okay, being not that much. Different I get. I mean, LeBron has you know three three inches and like thirty pounds. That is pretty significant difference. But he wasn't. Which is why I think he. I think he'd play tight end because like no one's covering LeBron if he's a tight end. Well, I mean, no one's covering him if he's uh, a Well, the thing is, like, he's, he was fast. I mean, I, maybe not now, but in his prime as an athlete, he was definitely fast enough to be a receiver. I don't know if he ever got a 40 time on LeBron James, but... Uh, LeBron, uh, back when he was playing with the Heat, he said he could run a 40. Okay, that's sport. three seconds, three-tenths of a second slower and than Calvin. He, and he said he was just messing around, though. Like, he wasn't actually being serious. I mean... So I think he probably could, if he probably if he was like trying four, in his prime probably a four five yeah which is still two tenths four five four four which is still really yeah good, really good for tight end tight yeah end. tight ends nowadays run like a four eight four nine true he would definitely have been a high end like probably one of the best tight ends of all time but at receiver I don't know because he is, he was slower than Calvin Calvin was like a four three um yeah. That's why I think he'd be a tight end, because as fast as he is, I think his skill set would be, his build would just be so much He would kind of be like what Evan Ingram tries to be, because Evan Ingram is a wide out that plays tight end. <laughs> um, but he'd be that's, like, that's he'd be good. Person, I'd say. Evan Ingram's not really good. Like, if Evan Ingram was the ideal tight end, I feel like that's what he would be. Because, like, yeah, LeBron could have probably blocked, but, like, it's not what you're out there to see him do. I mean, yeah, no one's no one's watching tight end highlight reels. No one's watching Tony Gonzalez's highlight reels or Gronk's highlight reels. To see <laughs> only coaches. Only blocking. coaches watch that, not, not fans. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. 
Gronk and Tony Gonzalez are both really good blocking tight ends, but no one gives a shit well, about that. No, no fans give a shit about that. I and mean, that's more of a technical aspect of football. But now we're talking about LeBron playing football. Clearly, we care about this finals. He could have. He could have been a D1 athlete in football, 100%. He was nasty. Like I said, I feel like he could have played any sport. Imagine LeBron to. playing lacrosse. I can imagine. I what can a imagine waste of talent, though. Amazing. Waste of talent, but he would be a fantastic lacrosse player. You think he'd player. be a good swimmer? I feel like he'd be a good swimmer because he's, well. Yeah. Doesn't he Maybe. post videos of him swimming sometimes? Is it? I don't I remember. He, does he taller give you swimmer. an advantage in swimming? I think it does. Um, I mean, I would assume it does just because, like, well, those, you know, you can those. touch the wall. Yeah, you can, like, you can, you can like, release a lot faster. faster. Wall. Okay, I so mean, he's Michael got... Phelps is yeah, Michael Phelps is also under 200 pounds. You definitely have to cut weight, because I don't think you could be a, an elite swimmer at two, like... I mean, yeah, you'd, you'd want to cut weight. Yeah, he's 190. Yeah. So if he was like I six mean, eight two twenty, but he'd probably be a elite swimmer. <laughs> Cause I imagine six eight in the yeah. pool is probably fucking amazing. Um this is this is a sports show. True. You cannot I mean, we say we're not talking about sports. Imagine Braun <laughs> imagine Braun in hockey. I feel like that'd be the only sport. You can't really like, because you can use your athleticism, but you you know you have to learn. You have to know how to skate on an elite level. You have to. He's physical enough. Hockey's kind of a weird sport, but when it comes to that, um, that's another thing. That's like a sport where height has no advantage. Because I mean, it really, I mean, it's all on the ground. It's it's not even like so like, I'll take the Bruins for example. It really doesn't matter the height. Because on our first defensive line, we got Zdeno Chara, who's like 6'10", and we have Charlie McAvoy, who's like 5'9". Like his... So it really doesn't matter how tall yeah, he is. Look... It's more about the physicality and the speed. He's got to learn how to skate. But yeah, Braun has the speed. He has to learn how to... I mean, it's kind of assumed that like if he's going... It's True, he's he going can do that. Okay. Sport yeah, in this yeah, case, yeah. he knows so... the technicalities with it. He's physical so enough, for skip. sure. I don't know. I don't know if he has the grace like that. I don't know. On an NBA, I think physicality on an NBA standard and physicality on a NHL standard, that's really, like, too... He's very physical. You see how he attacks? Yes, but that's in the NBA. I don't really know if he, that would transition well to the NHL. I don't know. We never have to figure that out. I would love to see, if we're talking sports crossovers, I would love to see Odell as a pro soccer player. He's nicely, I mean, you've seen a bunch of clips of him. I've seen him, he could. I've seen him kicking. He's fast him. enough he for sure. Could. That dude's got the speed for it. Odell, Odell's kind of one of those athletes, too. You've seen him post videos of him dunking and, like, doing some crazy shit on a soccer pitch. It's fun. But I want to ask you an actual basketball question. 
Where do you? Question. I want to, I want to talk to you because you are a Celtic fan. I kind of want to see how you're feeling about it now. But where where would you put AD in the league now after after this playoff run, the finals? Where are you putting AD? Is he top five now? Is he top ten? I mean, he's he's top ten without shadow of a doubt. But where are you putting him? Uh, oh, easily top ten. Um, would I put him top five? Uh, I think the argument there could be made. Um, I don't know. I haven't really thought about my top five in the league for a while, so it's I. I I think you could say the eighties top okay. five. I would I mean I'm thinking that. like the top five right now. I'm thinking Braun, Kevin Durant, even though I mean we haven't seen him in a while. But I still think I I think he needs us to because he's a you know, he's Kevin Durant. Um Kawhi and then Giannis or A D and then Giannis or A D. Um yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't know, man. Giannis needs to pull his shit together, like soon, like next season soon. He needs a ring, man. I'll tell you yeah. what, man. If he want to ring with that Bucks team, or like I'm just not like this year, but like if he does, that's a really like people are gonna value that. People are gonna really respect that ring. Yeah. Um and that'd be huge. That'd be huge for his legacy. He's already a back to back MVP. He won DPOY and MVP in the same year. Like he really just needs the ring for his legacy. Um I think he'll get it. Um and I didn't put Harden in my top five. I mean he'd be six, hundred percent, but yeah, I mean I think a better question to ask is where you how do you feel about Jimmy Butler after these playoffs? I got I mean I respected him. I knew he was good like that, but he So uh in my my room, me and my roommates, we whenever Jimmy Butler does something, he is. we like to yell out he's a dog because he just he do hoop. Does, he just plays basketball. Jimmy Butler got a lot of respect. I think that's going to get people to Miami now. The way they played, the way specifically Jimmy and Bam played, uh, that's going to attract attention, hundred um, percent. This Heat team's exciting. I want to ask though, because I brought up the Celtics. So when we saw you saw this playoff series, or you saw this playoff run, and how they fell short to the Heat, and they scraped by the Raptors, and they beat right. the hell out of a, a banged up Sixers team. But you saw this run, seeing this run, and then you know seeing how it ended, and then watching AD and LeBron um, after trading away all the young talent go get that ring. Dude, does a little part of you wish that you gave up Jalen Brown, a player, and some picks for AD? I don't know if that would. I mean, look at the. Um. But if that was if that was the trade, if it was eighty, all right. Let's say this, right? Let's say it's it's similar to the Laker trade. You give up Jalen Brown, you give up Marcus Smart, and you give up uh, who's who's comparable to Josh Hart? Like I don't know. 
like some scrub. I yeah, right? I I don't know. You give up them, and you give up your two first rounders you had in the draft that year for just Anthony Davis. And seeing what happened to the Lakers that did that, do you wish you did that now? You know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, would AD on a Jalen Brown and Marcus Smartless Celtics probably win the championship? Um, they'd definitely be a contender. Dude, I think win the finals. Be- you got. I mean, Kemba didn't have a good playoffs. That's true, but I feel like with AD he would improve because the scoring is less on him. Um, so you would have Kemba. Right. You would put. Who would your second be? Because you gave up Brown and Smart. Yeah. Tatum. It would probably be like... Or playing at the two. Um, the bench isn't very deep. That is a Jesus. bit... Of... Um, I don't even know who, who would we play at the two, because usually it's Jalen Brown or Smart. Um, probably... Well, he was out. I don't want to say Langford, because... I mean... That's rough. Uh, he, was, he, he did play in the playoffs. It was because he... Hurt his groin a minute in during the heat. It, it would probably be like Wanamaker. Um, if we don't have probably Wanamaker or <laughs> oh, Jesus, it certainly wouldn't be Carson Edwards. Yeah. Um, it would. Okay, so I'm looking at the Celtics depth chart right now. Wanamaker's our number two point guard, but they might move him to the two because with Brown and Smart traded. And Langford injured. Carson Edwards. No, so it would probably be Langford and or Wanamaker at the two. Um, and then yeah. you'd, you'd put Hayward at the three. And then Tame at the four, AD at the five. And you just and saw what AD did. You got to think about this. They won that finals with their role players. Their key role players, they have Kyle Kuzma. KCP was a huge part of this team. Danny Green at moments was big. Rondo, who was like, I he's old, he's older. Like, I mean, he was still like producing. I mean, he wasn't making like you know. Well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. It's like when you have AD, you don't. The young talent almost it doesn't matter. It's Anthony fucking Davis. Look how good he was. That was his first ever big run. Look how good he did. It was phenomenal. Yeah, no, if... Like, it's just, I I don't get the Celtic fans that were like, no, we can't give up Jalen Brown for Anthony fucking Davis. You see... I, I was. I mean, yeah, it could have, but like, look how it ended up. up in our face. Because I didn't. I mean, well, well, you got to remember. Also, at this time, I didn't think we were going to get Kemba either. So, I knew Kyrie was gone. So right now, our starting point. Guard I mean, is yes, they should have. They should have like, went with really Kemba. Just I mean, that was the right decision. I mean, I guess it. I don't know if it'll work out. I mean, he didn't look oh, good in this was. playoff run, really. Um, he had some games, but there, there was that one game against the Raptors. He played for like 50 minutes and got like nine points. Um, you know, he was... 
Kemba had a rough postseason. I don't think anyone's going to argue with that. I don't think anyone's going to say anything otherwise. Look, there's a good chance that if you're listening to this, you saw the things that James said. Okay, James said a lot of things about a lot of players that we probably can't repeat. Um, we I, I'm not going to repeat anything of what James said because yeah. <clears throat> I'm trying not to get in trouble with the feds. <laughs> he really is James, not. You know, James he's not put together the he, same. I will say that. He, he however, yeah, he's, you know, he is not cut from the same cloth. One way, James. Was I will say way. this: you should have done. I just feel like because Celtics fans were so adamant, like, no, don't trade the young players. For Anthony Davis. And I guess the risk was he's going to leave after one year. Maybe that's true, right? But look what the the Raptors did the same thing. They went for the ring. They gave up their franchise player for a championship. And they got it. I I think if 10 times out of 10, they'd do that move over again. Even if he leaves. Even if Kawhi leaves again, they would do it again. It just means a championship means so much, and you can argue it means more for Toronto because they've never won one before, and the Celtics have tied most ever. But it's still been twelve years. It's been a long time. I mean, it's really like it's the only team in Boston that has a drought. Oh, the Bruins are yeah, but the Bruins won the last decade. The Bruins have been, they've been, that's, more, uh, I mean, they won in 2011, though, so it's not, that was only three years longer than the Celtics. Well, that's Plus, the thing, you've only been, been to the, the finals once since 2008, and you lost to Kobe, which, I mean, no one's faulting you for losing the fucking Kobe, right. but, yeah, you did get him once. The thing but is, though, it's just, prior, so it's not like, I, uh, when you, when you're on a drought like that, you know what a ring would mean. You make a move like that. You have all these picks. I mean, Danny Ainge is just sitting on this mountains on these mountains of picks. And what's he doing with them? Like, who have you drafted, truthfully, outside of Jason Tatum, that you would consider an untouchable player in a trade for a star? I mean, ex- no one. No one. No one on this team is untradeable except Tatum. And I think even Tatum, if you massively overpay, is not necessarily untradeable. If you if you're giving up like a superstar and some picks, I would Tatum believe that. If I'm if I'm the guy that much. If I'm Danny Ainge, Tatum is I'm literally viewing Tatum as twenty twenties Kobe. That's how I'm viewing Tatum. That's how I'm valuing him. That's how I'm marketing him. I am marketing him as the next Kobe. And I really believe that. I mean, he has that potential. He is that good, I believe. But not not getting him AD, I really believe Tatum and AD could, could have won a ring. Like, just Tatum and AD. Like, a 35-year-old LeBron. I mean, he's still good. But 35-year-old LeBron and AD just, like, smash their way through this postseason. Imagine what a budding Tatum could do. He's only, what, 22? Like, he just turned 22 this Tatum year. Is so, imagine a Tatum. Yes. True. 
But I, he, imagine a budding Tatum team, you know. with this AD. That is a championship duo. And they're about it. You just saw AD is about it. There is no more question. AD is about this. Tatum, I truly believe, is about this too. He just hasn't had the chance yet. If you got him AD for Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart and someone else and some picks, that I really believe that would have won your ring. I believe that. I think that deal should have been made. The Lakers are the ones that took that chance. And it paid off for them, and they won. I... Yeah, and obviously I would love for this team to have won the ring this year. And AD probably does push us over the edge. Yeah, but now, I mean, the same time, this it still should have been made. That's the thing about Danny Ainge. He doesn't take risks. He just <laughs> never does. It's not working. That's, that's just his philosophy, then. That he just he he does the sure thing. The sure, I know it's not work. I know it's this team should have championship ambitions. Well, they had the why, year with like, Kyrie. Kyrie's, Kyrie's first year, he ended up getting surgery, and you only were a game away. Um, true, the Warriors away. sweep I mean, that team. That up. team but around by the Warriors. I mean, way. I mean, imagine what beating LeBron would have done, though, for that team. If, if the like, imagine how those LeBron, young players would feel right now I... about getting LeBron. Like this is this is this is the core that yeah. finally could stop LeBron, but it didn't happen. Um, the next year, they ran. They didn't even get to LeBron. Um, well, LeBron left. That's right. But they they couldn't get by Giannis in the LeBronless East. Uh, and then this year, they couldn't get by Jimmy Butler in a Giannisless East. <laughs> well, not Giannisless East, but Giannis was out. Um, so this team clearly has problems. This team needs this the team the team they've built. What the Celtics are about and what they are doing is not being second fiddle to somebody else. They are about being dominant. They're not. The team's not dominant. I don't trust Brad Stevens to lead the team to dominance. I. It's it's mind-boggling how Brad Stevens is in the postseason. He is a pretty solid yeah, regular season. and they normally are. He can get the Celtics to a top three seed in the East. It, but then in the playoffs, he, they just fall apart. He makes terrible decisions. He doesn't use timeouts for whatever reason. He lets teams build up so much momentum to start the the second half because he doesn't make any halftime adjustments. I just it, it's if he wasn't so complacent, I truly believe yeah, he could be one of the better coaches. In no. the, he'd be one of the best coaches in the league. He's not. But he just gets so complacent. He doesn't change things. So when things start getting bad, he just you know tells him keep going. Just Things will sort themselves out. Then next thing you know, we're down 15 going into the fourth quarter. And we have to play catch-up. When we were at halftime, we were leading by 15. We see like a third Especially not on that roster. Quarter, which teams um, should not be doing. 
a roster this talented. I mean, that's also not entirely on Brandon Stevens. There has to be a better mentality in that locker room as well. There has to be a sense of urgency no matter what the score is. Um, but Brad, it is Brad Stevens' job to ignite that sense of urgency, right. and he doesn't. He's just not a coach. He needs he he kind of does remind me of Doc Rivers a bit. He he just needs an excessive amount of talent to be successful. He can't just invent. He can't subvert expectations. Whatever is expected, he either falls short or hits. Um. And people have expected the Celtics to fall slightly short pretty much every year the last few years, and they have. Um, he's just not hes not a Spolstra. Eric Spolstra is, I believe, the best coach in the game of basketball. Um, I mean, look what he did. He Has he won a ring without excessive amount of talent? No. But making the finals with that team cannot be understated and putting up a very solid fight as well. That does mean something. That that means a lot. Like, like getting to that level with Jimmy Butler, he just did it with mentality because Jimmy Butler has a championship mentality. He used that. He instilled it in Bam. Basically, he instilled it in the whole team, but specifically Bam. And they they went to a finals off that. No one thought the Heat were going to the damn finals. They were the fifth seed. I mean, no one had them losing to the Pacers because, you know, injuries and the Pacers are a mess. But do you think I, I – people had the Bucks in five. The I'm Heat sure won in five. The Bucks. That says a lot. And it was, it was barely five. And so I will say eight. this. About the Celtics, if they win that game three against Toronto, I think this postseason goes extremely differently. Um, There's no way there's a game seven if they win that game three. I'll say that. And did they win the series? Yes. But they went in against a Heat team that was rested, and they already just beat the Bucs. So what else? What else? You know? Like, what else could you even throw at? Um... So I do think that that one shot in the corner changed the entire postseason. I don't know if it affects the Lakers winning. I feel like they do either way. Oh, it's a, it's a much tougher I mean, finals. Lakers it already was a pretty seven, tough finals. Six, seven but, games. I mean, you know how it is with Lakers-Celtics. Um, It's just crazy, man. Indeed. The Celtics just they just they're just not at that level. I think they needed to make a move. They need to make a drastic move for a star. Now maybe a signed and trade with Hayward is an option because he's a free agent next year. That would that could be something you could do. I think you could swing that. Um I believe even uh, just something. You gotta get something. Like even if it's Bradley Beal. Like I know that doesn't help you on defense, but Bradley Beal is an amazing scorer. Like if you got Kemba, if your lineup was Kemba, Bradley Beal, Tatum, 
or JB at the three, Tatum at the four, and then, I mean, I guess Dice at the five. That is a good one. That's a fucking that lineup. Anyone in that lineup, except maybe JB and Dice, can put up forty. You have three players that can put up forty in that lineup. Tatum's an easy forty. Like during <laughs> before Corona, he was an easy forty going into it. Um. Even in the bubble, he was putting up some really big Kemba, games. Kemba's probably not a 40 guarantee season, anymore. Well, I mean, he never a was a 40 guarantee. Games. No one is, except like Harden. But Kemba could still give you a 40 ball. Beal was, Beal was the same way. Beal was dropping like... He dropped like back-to-back 50 pieces. Dude was hooping. <laughs> I mean, I w- it would be weird, but I wouldn't say no necessarily to seeing Beal at the two. It'd well, you need you need a star. I, I don't know if that's you need a star need right now. And Beal's a I star. Think need right now is getting a. You just need you need someone who is next level with Tatum, because Brown Brown and Kemba they're good, and Kemba was next level for a lot of his career. He just it just got wasted, but. No one is no one's Tatum. You don't have another Tatum. You don't have a guy that's next level. I would not put Brown and Kemba on that next level. If you got another guy that's next level, like you know an AD or Kawhi, like that would push you there. That would get you there. Even even if it's at the cost of Kemba or Hayward or JB, like it is worth it. And people shit on Braun. People people always shit on Braun. People are like, oh, he's a GM. He's going to get you traded, oh, blah, blah, blah. There's a reason. There's a reason for that. It's because they want people, well, Braun specifically, wants people that are next level and will help you win a championship. Kemba and JB, yes, they can help you win a championship, but they're not. You give those guys up for next level guys. At the cost of your future, maybe, but you're going to get a ring. And rings are, if you're a GM, you're an executive, a championship means a lot. You're playing to win a ring. That's, That's what it's all about at the end of the day. You're playing to get a ring eventually. It might not be this season. But you're eventually trying to win. No it all. reason at all. No reason to be there why, at all if you're not trying to win. Why would you be doing this if you're not trying to win at all? But I think for basketball, that we talked a lot about basketball. But, but, but I mean, you know what? It's a good discussion. Let's get into baseball. So, baseball is kind of us in a bad spot again. Uh, both of the AL and NLCC are a game away from. Uh, being over uh, they end tonight when we're recording this. Tomorrow you will know what happened by the time this goes up. Uh, I will say if we get Rays Braves um, honestly very fun series but it's going to have to be on Food Network. Um, The Rays though the Rays were up 3-0 they lost the last two games uh 
Snell is on the mound tonight, though. Okay, Glasnow is mad overrated. I'm sorry, but he he is not. He ain't well, like had that. Glasnow last night, I believe. They also they also did not have him on the mound last night. No, it was they did a bullpen day. Um, I think Glasnow did pitch a game they lost though. Yes, he did. Oh, okay. Glad no, I'm sorry. Glasnow was really not like that. Oh, you know what's good? He's just not. He's not built like that though. Like he's he's not Snell. Snell is better than him. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Snell's better than him, but I think Glasnow is still a very, very good pitcher. I don't think. Oh, I see. I see all these threads. Like, oh, look at this pitch by Glasnow. Man, they shit on him. Yeah, I remember this Astro team really turned it on this postseason because it was under five hundred. And I mean, here they are. I really, I don't know. I don't. I honestly do not want either of these teams to win the ALCS personally, but one of them does have to. Um, I do think the Rays are going to figure the shit out. I fucking hope so. I mean, it would be it would be fun to have the Rays blow a three zero lead, but not to the Astros, you know, because I don't want that to happen. Yeah, I mean, I I do want the Astros. Well, that might happen if they lose the series because they got some free agents. They do a relevancy. That's it's a big deal. It's good. Uh, they lose. They're all right. It's not. It's not. It's not the piece that is driving the Astros, but that is a big loss. It is a big deal, but it's not like. You're not losing Bregman. You're not losing Correa. You're not losing Altuve. Springer is definitely still a big deal, though. Like, they want to hold on to him. I don't know if he's like... And uh, I'm really hoping the Red Sox don't break open the bank for him, because... Like a JD deal? People are saying the Red Sox are going to do, like, another seven seven years, $210 million contract, and I'd say probably maybe the same average value, but more. Still paying for that. It's going to look like a David Price deal. Which, like, that's the same thing. That's that's what got us into this mess. Um... I know, I know we are. Are you are you happy about Gretel looking good? Even though you said I mean, no, he's fat. Don't want him. Really good. Well, okay. The Sox said that. The Sox said that. I never said I didn't want him. Uh, maybe the Red Sox did. Um, yeah, they I'm not were. crazy about that. Yeah. Although I don't think we were gonna get Verdugo and no. Gretel. No, you were gonna get. Right. No, you weren't gonna get Jeter Downs. The, you were gonna I get Verdugo and Gretel and the other guy, Connor Wong. <laughs> it looks so good too. Now I know the right. Dodgers yeah. for. I don't remember what the yeah, Twins gave him up for, but the Dodgers were not gonna get him at all. He was gonna go to Boston. They're like, yeah, you know what? He kind of looked nice. We'll take him. It's all bullshit. But the Dodgers are losing. They're down through one of the Braves. I think the Braves look phenomenal. I think they're gonna pull the series out. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I I don't know if I said this on the. Sh- I don't think I did because CS wasn't started yet. Yeah, they just. But I was saying I think whoever wins the NLCS is winning the World Series. 
Because I don't think the Rays or the Astros can handle either the Dodgers or Braves. I mean, the Braves look phenomenal. Um, you know, I'll be okay if the if the I'm Braves absolutely down for a Ronald Acuna ring. I'm down with that. I'm down for a Freeman ring. I'm down for a Swanson ring. Even Pablo Sandoval. I'm down for another Pablo Sandoval ring. Yeah, he don't really play, but he is there. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about a Travis Darno ring, but like it's okay. He has been playing good. Oh, I'm down. I'm down with this. I think I I'm sticking by either the Dodgers or Braves win the World Series, and they better to be honest. That would be so fun because baseball peers hate that Braves team because they're fun. Yeah, which is not allowed. If you have fun with baseball, you're playing it yeah, wrong. Because they actually enjoy having fun with baseball. Baseball isn't fun, idiot. I mean, just, yeah. Exactly. Baseball isn't something you're supposed to have fun with. It's supposed to be something you... No. God, what? Just, you know, why, why no, would you... No, stand in center field and spit your gum like a real Damn. player. Chew your seeds. Chewing tobacco's for the bench coach. Chew your seeds. Have your Not the players. Tobacco. Yeah, some sometimes players do the chewing tobacco. I mean, that's more that's an it's older thing. It's nasty. Anymore, Please, we'll do a PSA. Maybe, Please that, maybe do that's not a good thing. Do that. Chewing tobacco is so gross. fucking gross. But yeah, I mean, really for baseball, uh, we'll see how this goes. I sticking by the NL team wins it all, though. For the the. Now we're going into that, that sweet so. old NFL uh, NFL football, you know. Well, Dak yes. got hurt. <clears throat> NFL. That was a really bad injury. I will say this. This is why, if you don't understand why Dak players hold out, sucked. that is why players hold out. What happened to Dak is why players do that. He was having a great year. We probably aren't even going to see him until 2022. Um, we'll see. That was a really bad injury. No, we'll see him next year. Okay. I think. I, yeah, I mean, we'll see. He only he broke his ankle. Um, it's a four to six month recovery yeah. time, so he'll be back. That's why players hold out for next season. Because now he's not going to get. He's probably not going to get that huge ass deal. Um. Rather than that, the Raiders with a surprising win on the Chiefs. I think that's the end of undefeated teams. Uh, oh, never mind. No, we still have the Titans and the Steelers. No. Green Bay as well. There's and still the Seahawks. a few. Uh, Pittsburgh. See, Seahawks are surprising because their defense is literal dog meat. And they Seattle, could... yeah. They could probably throw me a linebacker. It wouldn't make a difference. I know. I picked them up in fantasy, too, thinking they'd be good. I'd be like... 
talking about this game though. They might. Honestly, question has to be asked. They might. This Viking team is far too talented to be one and four. I think he's low key. We had him as like number two in the NFC North. Uh, Right now, that's the Bears. Yes. And now they're. We overrated the hell out of the NFC South too, because the Saints and Bucks both look a little slow. Not a good look. Um. Well, I mean, you lost to the Bears. That's I just, think the you know, Saints look a little more embarrassing. Bucks, though. The yeah, the Bears are fucking weird, dude. I mean, they're four and one. The Bears have been so, so weird this year. They beat the Bucks. I mean, depends on how you feel feel about the Bucks. Granted, they haven't really played anybody yet. They play they, the Bucks look all right. No, they're not. Honestly, no. I'm gonna say it right now: the best team in the NFC South is the Panthers. You really? really I. They've been. They've looked I the disagree. most consistent on both sides of the ball. I would say so. Offensively, Tampa Bay has been looking really good for the most part. I mean, they got so a was very, very grueling schedule the next five, five weeks, so we're gonna see. I think all but, around. Yeah, I don't think I agree with that. I honestly don't have an answer for who the best team in the NFC South is. I just know it's not the Falcons. Speaking of, uh, they are cleaning house, um, which is good. They should have done this like last year or two years ago, but they finally figured out that Dan Quinn's not good and their GM's not good. Dan Quinn, gone. Thomas Dimitrov, gone. Yeah, I'm assuming Matt Ryan will be gone. Yeah, they're just... By maybe maybe the end of this year. Um, Yeah. Maybe Julio as well. Maybe they'll part from Julio. I mean, he's worth something. I mean, he's more of a name at this point. I could say like, moving on from Julio. I think, I think there's clearly... Um, Better receivers now. I think I think their number one is clearly Calvin Ridley. Um, I mean, Julio has less receiving yards this year than Russell Gage. Like, yeah, exactly. I just don't think Julio nope. is... I mean, he's obviously talented. He's still good, and you could probably get a high draft pick for him. But... I think they're clearly moving on. I think Calvin Ridley's a new name down there. Yeah, I think they really should just start blowing it up. So yeah, they'll, they'll find. They'll probably find a partner for Matt Ryan. Not return for it, but you could probably trade him. How old is Julio? Julio is thirty-one. You can definitely move Julio. I just looked it up. He might not have. He might have a. Matt Ryan is thirty-five and has a really big contract. Yeah. Yeah, but he he's Julio. Julio has a really big contract too for a wide receiver, but. You could definitely make a case for Julio getting a high pick. Matt Ryan, uh, you're probably not going to get a high pick. Um. Gurley been impressed. I've been a bit impressed with Gurley this year. I think he's turned it around nicely. 
he's definitely turned it around since uh well he had the mvp he had a good rookie year and then his third year was nice as hell he did have one um maybe he's just an odd year guy you know yeah opposite san francisco giants you know, it's like uh, the opposite of the Giants. But, uh, for week six, we got any good games? Uh, not really, except for Bills Chiefs on Monday afternoon. Um, yeah. Actually, you know what? We forgot. The, I, I forgot. Monday the Bills kind of look sus. The early evening. They got their um, shit stomped. Um. I think the Chiefs are going to handle the Bills based on what we saw against the, the Titans. If the Titans are going to run them over like that, the Chiefs with their new addition, Le'Veon Bell, uh, I'm excited to see what Le'Veon does there. Um, true, I am too. I am too in one league. One of my fantasy leagues. uh, I gotta disagree. Okay, Le'Veon Bell. I I mean, we don't know yet what that's gonna mean for Clyde. Draft pick, and I'm. I. I you know either way maybe this week Le'Veon won't get that much usage much usage. But I mean, on into the season. No, it's not ideal. I, either way, it's going to mean he's taking away touches from Clyde. I don't know, which is not ideal. Yeah, tr- obviously, but I get, I, I get know, that man. my fantasy team doesn't mean anything to those guys. I don't know why so they even I'm go after Le'Veon. <laughs> they don't need Le'Veon. They want to win the championship. So, yeah, he's he's just another piece. They don't not need Le'Veon though. That's the thing. Yeah, it's insane what the Chiefs are doing, man. You might as well just get them. I'm I'm glad to see Mahomes get that help. It's just, man, (laughs) the Chiefs are going to, man, people are going to hate the Chiefs in a few years, man. They're going to be so sick of them. I mean, yeah, I hate that they're really good. I respect that they're just saying fuck you and building an ultimate team. Yeah. They're just... They see something they like, they just buy it. They don't care. Cap space be damned. But, you know, they're at least doing what they need to do. Former top two NFL running back, Le'Veon Bell. As if he really needs the weapons. (laughs) Probably top one at this point. To compliment top two tight end, top, I don't know, top... You know, oh, it, Ertz has had a shit year. Some people say Kelsey. Some, I guess people aren't really saying Ertz anymore. Some people say Kittle. Mark Andrews has been Ertz. He's fucking great. I don't, I don't know understand what the fuck is happening with Zach Ertz. This is Zach Ertz being similar. I am pissed. Very good year for Mark Andrews. You know, as a Mark Andrews fantasy owner, I gotta say... He, he, he's a good know, he's after, a good player. After last year, 
I'm a I'm a I'm a Mark Andrews fan. I'm he's gonna be one of those guys that I'm just gonna keep looking for whenever I have drafts. That was Larry Fitzgerald up until like last year. I was just trying to get him every year because he's consistent in PPR. Mark Andrews, kind of the same. Now he's probably like a top well, five tight end off the board. Round but... ten, round nine last year in both my drafts. That is that's high for a tight end. So I got him round three or four in my main league this year. You know, well, it was only like there was only like four tight ends you can look at that high. It was Kittle, Kelsey, Ertz, Andrews. Yeah, last year, last year I drafted Hooper and Waller like super late in one league, and I was flexing them. Like I would just put one at the flex, the other tight end. They were one and two last year. Hooper hasn't done much this year yet, and Waller I think is doing okay. Um, but it was a fun year. I didn't win the league. Not gonna say it. He's been kind of Waller's been kind of hit or miss this year. That's the 2018. That's 2018 me. That's also 2018 Roz. That's 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 a little. Uh... Roser would still say that. Roser would have said that just then, to be yeah, honest. I feel like Roser would have said that. Roser would break that. I want to. I want to end this episode off with a question. Yeah. Do you think the San Francisco Giants and New York Giants ever get together and have picnics? Right, ask away. Thank you for listening to episode 114 of I'm Walking Here. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWH Podcast. You can follow myself on Twitter at ENMQ. I've never actually printed that guy, Princessa, for legal purposes. I have. To, I absolutely would. He's retired, but I still would. You don't want to. You you would like to. I still would prank call I would I would prank call his personal phone. Oh well, that's lame. Guess what? Someone wants to leak Mike Francis's number. Yeah, if uh, someone wants Mike to leak Mike Francis's personal phone number, uh, oh, you can go to his DMs right, right. at No, just put that in the timeline. That's fine. Yes. Yeah, but like, you know, it's funny. The thing is, that's illegal. That's Your Honor, it was a bit. It was fucking hilarious, though. Yeah, that's, you that's laugh. a big legal defense. Uh, Your Honor, my client <laughs> is great guilty, defense. But it was funny. That's so. a great defense in a court of law. Like, Your Honor, Your Honor, you I, laugh, I though. I didn't say I didn't. <laughs> Everyone said this. Your Honor, you're laughing right now. <laughs>